Creature Podcast Engaged. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your very partner, Chipo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today, we are not watching an episode. We are answering some questions, both from you, the viewers, and from each other. Yes. Also, if I sound off during this recording, it's because... I'm on the tail end of being sick, so, you know, that's how it is. That's how it is on this bitch of an earth. (sighs) Should I talk about more healing good news? Please do. Alright, so, we finally got more information. We finally know the names of the cures, Uh, at least the main three that we received. Saul. Uh, there's, okay, I don't know how good I'm gonna say these names, but there's Hano, Hano Dera no, Nokoda, who's gonna be Cure Grace. She's the pink cure. There's, mm-hmm. oh, God. Sawa Zumi Chiyu, who's gonna be Cure Fontaine. Is that how you say this word? No, share in the chat. That's me a message. There we go. It's Fontaine, right? Yeah, that's how I would pronounce it. And she's the blue one. And then Hira Mitsu Hinata, who's Cure Sparkle, who is the yellow one. So we see that they each have like these little like fairy partners. Uh, Nakoda has a little rabbit. Uh, Chiyu has a penguin. And Hinata has a little tiger, which is pretty cool. Which does mean that Latte, the dog pre- uh, not pretty cute. The dog fairy that was in like the first promotional stuff isn't technically one of the fairies used to transform because there was pictures of their transformation weapons, which are wands. Well, I guess they're not weapons, but which are wands and the little fairies like fit into the wand when they transform, which I, mm-hmm. which will like transform them into their pretty cure forms. And Latte isn't a part of that. Like Latte is bigger than the other fairies. And Latte is like a princess from the Healing Garden, which is where all these fairies are from. And which is the place that's being attacked. Like in most Predicures, the fairy dimension is being attacked and they have to come get help from humans. You know, it's a Predicure. So I still strongly believe that Latte is gonna get a human form and that she's gonna become a Predicure near the end of the series. I just feel it in my gut. That makes sense. Yes. Honestly, from everything I've learned from Pretty Cure. Yes. Uh, we haven't really got anything else from the information we have so far. Uh, we know that they have the healing stick, which is a transformation weapon. I guess it is a weapon. And they're trying to find element bottles. That's what they use. And that's all we have for now. I feel like my favorite is going to be probably the yellow one. I also like the design of the yellow one. Yes. But the pink one also looks good. Yeah, I do like... I feel like I like the blue ones uh, designed the last, the least. I know how to say words. 
But that won't begin airing until February 2nd, so... I'm sure we'll get more information. We haven't gotten real information about the bad guys yet, so... I believe there is a teaser that came out recently. Apparently, the opening and the ending have been released. Because hmm. I'm on the Pretty Cure Wikipedia. I'm on prettycure.fan.com. And it has links to the opening and the ending. Or, I guess, the name of them? I don't know if there's actual... I wonder if... I'm gonna type this into Google. Not to Google, into YouTube. And see if it actually brings a song up. Because that would be interesting if they already released the opening and ending. There was a leak... Which is why we know a lot of information, and eventually they're like, just just put out the just put out the teaser so they know. Oh, well here's the trailer. Oh, so they do have the opening on YouTube. Sorry, no, and they have the ending. Oh man, this ending's a bop. Yeah. Wait here. Yeah, listen to this. I mean, the original Pretty Cure ending's kind of a bop. Yeah, that's so. true. Pretty Cure has really good opening and ending songs. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of Pretty Cure is that their music is really good. If anyone wants links to you can uh, just look up Healing Good Pretty Cure Touch. And that's the opening. And the ending is called Miracle to Linkwing. But two with two T's. Yes. And there's a heart in the middle. Yeah. But I'm sure if you don't include the heart, you can still probably find the opening. I have a question for you. Yes. Are those supposed to be purses or boom boxes? I think they are boom boxes. Or they might be purses. I think that's... Do you think maybe they're like portable first aid kits and hence healing good? Maybe. Those might... Because that would make sense. Maybe that's where the... uh healing stick or the element bottle is from like they that's where they have to pull it out hmm. hmm i did hear people call it a boom box uh when the first picture was uh released the one with them laying on the ground with their fairies but healing good look is looking to be a really good season no that's not the element bottles yeah i think that's probably where the uh healing sticks are yes healing good looks like it's gonna be good so I'm looking forward to that season. I can watch it. Cassidy, I don't know if you'll watch it. Um, I probably won't because I, I feel like part of our show is that I don't know what's going to happen. That's true. But on the other hand, by the time we get to Healing Good, will you remember what happened? Probably. Okay, that's fair. All right. Let us get into the part of the episode where we... Uh, before we do, I'm going to randomly sprinkle out some trivia for you throughout the episode. Because oh. I said that we were going to do that at some point in the past, and then we didn't. Um, it's true. So, I don't know if you want to try to cobble together some pretty cure trivia, but I have some Ben 10 trivia questions for you. Oh, Okay. Uh, I am writing these myself as we go throughout the episode. So if I sound distant for a second, it's probably because I'm trying to think of a dumb answer. <laughs> but I promise I am paying attention. I was... I did find some trivia uh, when I was looking up some information for one of the questions. Mm -hmm. Like, did you know? Wait, where is it? Oh. Sorry, I, I saw something I didn't know. And then I got distracted by reading it. <laughs> did you These know? These things happen. Did you know that green is the rarest... 
hair color so far, with only Kira Mint and Kira March having this color among the official cures. Why don't more pretty cures have green hair? That's a good question. Huh. That's interesting. Alright, but so here's my first question for you. Yes. Ready? Despite being called Ben 10, Ben actually transforms into this many aliens during the first original series. Is the answer 15, 18, 22, or 24? Oh god, uh, 18. That is incorrect. The answer is 22. Oh, wow. Huh. You know what this reminds me of? I should have asked for Ben 10 questions when we put the question post up, and I never did. Well... It's too late now. But, on the other hand, during we only watched one episode so far. Yeah. So, next by the end of next year, we'll probably have watched a bunch more of Ben 10. Maybe. <laughs> Alright, are you ready to get to the questions from our listeners? We only got two listeners to ask us questions. Okay. The first one is from Tanner at Spucky Upstart. Whose display name is the Mr. Mistopheles Respector has logged on. I think that's a cat's reference. Yes, Mr. Mistopheles is a cat from cats. Not seen cats, and I don't think I want to. <laughs> I hear it's an experience. Yeah, it looks like an experience. Their first question is Dinosaur Peaker when? And I agree. When are we going to get dinosaurs? Um, to tie this into another. Another question of theirs. I think it'll be the exact same. Well, I guess Beef Morphers is almost a pretty cure when it comes to the animals they use. Oh. Let me look up which animals they used for Beast Morphers. Also, a fun fact is that the new cure, the new pink cure is using a bunny rabbit. And this is the second time one of the rabbits with the pink cure is a bunny. Because in Kira Kira Alamo, Kira Whip animal was also a bunny. Like she turned into a bunny person. Well, not a bunny person. She had bun. Her theme was bunny <laughs> and shortcake. All right. It seems to be cheetah, gorilla, and jackrabbit. So really the only crossover there is rabbits. Yes. But that's just another point in the right direction. Yes. I think it would be pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think it would be pretty cute. <laughs> I can't laugh right now because my throat's in this place where when I laugh, you can't hear it. I'll try not to be funny then. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be hard because I laugh out a lot. What was I saying? I don't know. Ah, yes. I think it would be pretty cool. If they did cross over with Super Sentai, because, like, the series itself was kind of, kind of inspired by Super Sentai and, like, Kamen Rider and stuff like that, but for young girls instead of young boys. So I feel like they come from, like, similar places where it'd be really cool if they ever crossed over, but Pretty Cure's animation and Super Sentai's live action. So which way would it go? Should it be a live action crossover or an animated crossover? Um, I've always wanted an animated Power Rangers series. So I think I would want it to be a 
an an animated crossover. That would be really cool. But I you could also go the other way along the lines of how they did the most recent that I'm aware of Ninja Turtles crossover um where it was the 20 god when was that ninja turtle series i want to say it was 2012 maybe or was it 2014 even 2014 i don't know anything about ninja turtles i haven't watched them in forever um it was 2012 okay um so that one is like a cg animated cartoon and they crossed over with the original 80s series um and there was two parts of the crossover one part everybody was animated in 2d and the other part everybody was animated in 3d oh um so you could have some of it animated and then find some live actors to play the pretty cures now the problem with that is is that they would not be able to localize that the Power Rangers easily. Yeah. Uh, because the Pretty Cures do not wear face covering suits. They do not. You can see their faces in every single series. But that's not our problem. It would still be awesome. And everyone else would have to figure out what to do with that. Maybe this time they have to wear masks for some reason. Maybe. I do think Dinosaur Pretty Cure would still be good to go back to the first question. But I'm not sure if I want the fairies to be dinosaurs or if I want the Pretty Cures to transform into dinosaur type magical girls. I guess both could happen. Yeah. I mean, it's something they haven't done yet. And they are getting near the 20th season, so. Has there not been, like, um. Because you know they did the, the Sailor Moon stage shows and musicals have they done a pretty cure one of those you know what i don't actually know let me google it pretty cure musicals aha here we are live stage shows since vitari wa pretty cure max art began on february 2005 they usually don't have special names like the movies or games and they are performed in theaters or live stages god i forgot they wear these heads oh no that does not sound like a fun thing to see. Wait, here's a picture from a... Hey, what did I just find? I, I don't know. Uh, what did I just find? What did you find? I mean... I found I found a fandom wiki called ideas.fandom.com. Okay. Um, and the article I found is titled, Barney Meets Pretty Cure Max Heart. Alright. Huh. But... If they do this for the live action, where they have these weird heads, technically they could localize it because they're wearing heads. God, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, if you're... They don't look... If you're gonna do it, you might as well go for it. Yeah. It'd be terrifying. (laughs) I don't think they would want to localize it at that point. (laughs) I'm gonna share this picture on our Twitter. Uh, Not right now. Oh no, there's a transcript for this. Okay, so I need to read you the plot description. Alright. Barney and his dinosaur friends Baby Bop and BJ meet the girls named Natalie, Hannah, and Hillary from the Garden of Rainbows and their pheromals from the Garden of Light, with old and new songs that kids and their families will never forget. They all must face an enemy called Zakena and stop them before it's the end of the world. Oh wow, they went with the English. 
Yep. All right. I mean, there you go, Tanner. There's your dinosaur pedicure. Um, I have a transcript here. Oh my god. <laughs> They've written this. Oh my god. That's amazing. Man, the things you find. Oh, I'm great at finding some of the most wild shit on the internet sometimes. It's a beautiful day in the Garden of Rainbows. My home friends and I are in a playground near Verone Academy, and here comes my friend Hillary Lightheart with Barney the Dinosaur as a stuffed toy that real American people have been shipping. Oh my god. <laughs> hey girls, look what I've brought. Is that a dinosaur? They call this Barney the Dinosaur. What? Why? Okay, so according to this transcription, the fairies might know Barney the Dinosaur? Okay. There's a phrase from a fairy named, that is named Porin here. Okay, this is worth a try. I believe in this dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's incredible. Oh, boy. Wild. Okay, let's continue. Where were we? Uh, you were answering Dana's questions. <laughs> so, I did my research on- Hold on a sec. I'm gonna cut this out, but I need to mute one of my uh, Discord servers. Because people keep talking. Okay, I'm gonna tweet that image on Twitter. Oh my god. <laughs> on no context on my personal account. <laughs> Amazing. All right can't believe this is a real thing oh my god well it's a it's a fake thing but it's a real fake thing it's a real fake thing <laughs> why are you doing that how about a question for me mm -hmm. cassidy yes who is the only lead pretty cure that has never been pink this is an easy one uh that would be cures black and cure white yes well it'd be cure black do you, I guess she counts as the lead, but I refuse to put one above the other. Technically, we see more from her perspective than we do Honoka, but that's true. I guess she is the one that narrates. Yes. Alright. Oh, wait. And Tanner has one final question I almost forgot, which is really hard because only two people ask us questions. <laughs> Doing really well tonight. <clears throat> what is the optimal... Op what is the optimal... I can't say that word. What's the ah? Give me a second, I'll read it. Okay. My mouse doesn't want to say this word. What is the optimal number of cures in a team? As far as I can tell, there's usually two plus one and then a fourth nearer the end. But some start with a full five and some only have the three. I don't, I don't expect Tanner to know this, but technically there has only been two series where there's only been three cures can you guess one of them um i'm gonna say one of them is probably futari wa pretty cure max heart yes the other one is maho sukai pretty cure which is the witch one which only has three okay. and one of them is a fairy that becomes human that gets a fairy form most of them are either five or four but the most there has been there are several that ended up with six or seven. This is, and some of these may not count because in like Kirikiyalamo, one of the seven is Pickerin, who's a fairy, and she only becomes a pretty cure for an episode. 
And in Hokuto, Cure and Finny, the first male cure, only became a cure for one episode. And Cure Tomorrow is technically a pretty cure from the future. So technically there's only five pretty cures in that season. Pretty cure is really weird because you either have someone come in late, you have a fairy gain a human form and become one of the pretty cures, you have enemies become pretty cures. Several of these seasons have enemies join later join the team later on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm gonna give you my answer as someone who has not watched any other pretty cures other than the first twenty or so episodes of Futari Wa Pretty Cure. Um I'm gonna say regardless of how many pretty cures you have, you should only ever have three main ones. And that's because I think most television shows, when you're balancing both the good guys and bad guys in a show that you're trying to get people invested in them all, you should only have like three important ones on one side at the very like maybe three across either like three on one side three on the other yeah but i think in a lot of television shows i watched especially growing up three characters is about as many as they could do in order to fully flesh out them all to an extent where you understand their characters and have you care enough about them um without throwing some of their characterization under the bus for example in a lot of power rangers where they have five characters Usually one or two of the characters are just sort of nothing until they get their spotlight episodes and then they spend the rest of the time being kind of nothing. Yeah, but I get where you're coming from. And having so you think there should be three and then one later? Or I think you should I think you should have three like main important ones. If you wanna have additional ones that are like side characters, go right ahead. But like if you're just trying to introduce characters for what is usually a one season ordeal you don't want to have more than three main protagonists, I don't think. And then you can have additional characters, like and other important characters that are like your antagonists or whatever. I agree. I think having three and then one join later to make it a four. Like, I like the seasons that have four. I think that works well. Like, Heart Catch is my favorite, and it starts off with uh, the first two, the pink and the blue, and then the yellow doesn't join until like episode 15. And even though you know that Kira Midnight's a pretty cure at the start, she doesn't really join the team until much later on in the series. So you have time to spend with the first two, and then you get the third one, who was already introduced near the start. Like, she gets, like, her heart taken early on in the series, and then she becomes a pretty cure. And, like, Hukuto did something different, except for that ended up with, like, five, kind of, seven. I think having four is a good number there's like some of the seasons are just four and i think that really works well Mm. um i will point out as an example of what i mean when i say like three maybe on each side is like um in the she-ra reboot for netflix yeah um for your good guys essentially your main characters are just she-ra glimmer and bow and then the other princesses are sort of secondary side characters that don't get as much huh okay um and then you have a couple of people on the antagonist side that you follow to get more information about them your catras your scorpias or scorpina i don't even remember anymore and then scorpia fill in a third yeah so you think there would be it'd be interesting to see have like a main trio and then secondary pretty cures i mean you don't have to have the secondary pretty cures um 
but it wouldn't hurt if you want or have some of the civilian friends fill in that role of secondary is like give them something to do okay um but like that's not i would i think what i would rather see instead of like more than three pretty cures is see three pretty cures and get a little bit more information about for example in our current season um the dark zone yeah technically we only have two pretty cures this season yeah, and we're as a result we're sort of getting more information about people like Kyria and Poisoning. That's true. And next season we're only adding a third. Mm-hmm. Maybe your favorite season will be Max Heart or the Witch One, which is the only other season that has three. And one of them is a fairy, so she's not even on the team for a while. Mm-hmm. But that's like one, two, three. The witch one does sound interesting to me. I am interested. Well, that's the 13th season, so we got some time before we get there. Okay. I Before we get to our next question, I have another piece of Ben 10 trivia for you. All right. I'm excited. Which of the following is not an alien that Ben Tennyson can turn into? Diamond Head? Humongosaur? Turtletron? Or vampire. Vampire. Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Damn. Vampire is a transformation from. I just had it pulled up. Ben Ten Omniverse. Okay. The fake one in this list was Turtletron. <laughs> but he does turn into a turtle called Terraspin. All right, that's interesting. Oh, it's like I'm looking up something. Okay. Oh no. What is going on? Try to look up something in the Wikipedia page, like, went to a different Wikipedia. I don't know how that happened. Okay, well, while you look that up, I'm going to read our next question. Okay. Alright, this next question comes from, comes in from at Pirate Ghost Host. Display named Cat, I'm gonna be King of the Santas. Um, and it looks like that is because they are a co-host of a one piece podcast Ooh, nice they they ask how did you first become interested in precure and what about it has kept you engaged i wanted to read this question because i don't really have much of an answer for it you can go first now i wanted you to answer it because you would have had an answer that is anything other than charlie wanted to do a podcast and i said sure <laughs> all right so I first became interested in Pretty Cure, I think I've talked about this on our first episode, when uh, Go Princess Pretty Cure was coming out, because I saw people talk about it, and I went to go watch that season, but then I thought, oh, I have to watch all the other seasons, and I don't know if I want to do that. I think what also drew me to Pretty Cure as a show is that I really like the magical girl genre, and at the time when Princess was coming out... I had been watching a lot of magical girl animes. I watched, uh, I rewatched Kagep Sakura. I watched Tokyo Mew Mew, uh, the mermaid one, a bunch of other ones. And I was like, this seemed also a magical girl show. So I'm willing to check it out. But then I moved away from it and then came back during Kirikiyalamo and started watching from there. And it's really kept me engaged is that I really love the heart of the series. Like, no matter which season you watch, there's always this message of hope 
and like that together you can do things like it's the same thing that makes me really love magical girl shows is this idea that no matter what happens you'll be able to make it past that and come out on the end of it and like it's just really positive and like especially during nowadays where there's a lot of darker magical girl shows that are more about misery and suffering pretty cure has continued to be this kind of more lighthearted series where the message is hope and friendship and believing in yourself and the things that you can do. And it's just something I really love about the franchise. And that's mm. my answer. Alright. Cassidy. Like, yeah, my, my answer was literally basically what I said before. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you regret starting this podcast with me? No, of course not. What do you think about Pretty Care now that you've started watching it? I'm enjoying it. I it, I I did not watch a lot of anime growing up, especially not like anime of this variety. Um and I enjoy going back and seeing things that I missed. And this is filling that sort of hole that most people filled with Sailor Moon growing up, and I didn't watch much of Sailor Moon. Or rather, I didn't really watch any of it. And this is feeling, like, I think, a similar role. Yeah. I'm glad that you like it. And I've had a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. And all of our guests. Shout out to them. Sorry, this isn't a, a question, but I did learn that there is a Ben 10 alien just called The Worst. <laughs> when is he turning to The Worst? Uh, let's see. It is from... What is this? Ben 10 Omniverse? Okay. I believe. Um, although he is indestructible, he still feels pain. Oh no. That's awful. Here's, a, <sighs> here's some trivia. Cassidy, how many seasons are there of Pretty Cure? How many, not including the one that's going to be airing next year, how many seasons mm-hmm. of Pretty Cure are there? Let's see, because I've mentioned this before, and I don't know if you remember. Is there 15, 16, 17 or 18 i feel like the answer is 16 you are correct healing good will be the 17th season yes (laughs) you did better than me well speaking of trivia i have another trivia question here for you excellent which of these is the main antagonist of ben 10 is it the glorfed vilgax horde prime or Argos. It's Vilgax, right? It's Vilgax. Okay. That is correct. Hard Prime's Shiva. Uh-huh. I don't recognize- Can you name what the other two are from? Oh, God. No? Uh, the Glorfed are from Megas XLR. Oh, okay. And Argos is from Ben 10's, like, sister program, The Secret Saturdays. Ah, okay. I wish I had more trivia. I have one question left, but I, I want to know if we have anything else we need to do before I can close out on it. Uh, I have found a question for me and you. Okay. This is a question for me. If you had to make a Pretty Cure season, what themes would you give it? Um, I would go just full food, I think. I would make it, like, about culinary. Oh, okay. That could be fun. You could also, that would also lead to, like, you could get fairy names like Flambe. Oh. Oh, that would be cool. The pretty cure names could be, like, Cure Spice. 
I have a list of all the pretty cure names, so if you say, so there's some that could. I mean, yeah, I hear that there is a cure mint, so. Yes. I feel like they would fit right in. There's a cure lemonade, too, from the same season. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> you couldn't use any of the cure names from Cure Cure Alamo, though. I'm sure I could work around it. They're all based on, like, sweets, so it, as long as you avoid sweets. I think that'd be I feel good. like I would want to go a more like savory and entrees direction instead of desserts. Yes. For some reason, my brain comes up with cure meat, but I don't think- cure steak. I I think we may be making a magical girl version of fighting foodons now. Oh no! A show which I have continued to refuse to watch or read anything about. Hmm. I think, especially in this day and age, it'd be interesting if they went with a video game theme. Because we, mm. we haven't had that either. And I know there's a... It's either a Super Sentai or a Carmen Rider that is about video games. So, why not a Pretty Cure? I know there's a Super Sentai where, like, the Megazord is basically made out of Minecraft animals. That's amazing. And then you could have Cure Controller. No, wait. Mm. Cure... Cure Start, Cure Select. <laughs> cure Pixel. Uh, so that's actually... I made... So, yes. uh, me and my friends used to play, like, for a while, played in a Mutants and Masterminds campaign. Okay. Uh, and my character was a magical girl named Pixel who had hard light powers. That is amazing. I'm gonna steal that for my magical girl show. <laughs> my pretty hero season. Their colors are black and, like, neon blue. Okay. So what is your final... Alright, here's the final question, and it's a tricky one, so pay attention. Okay. Which of the following is not a alternate universe version of Ben 10? Oh god. Kevin 11, Ben 10,000, Ken 10, or Albedo? It's the first one, right? Um, it, yes, but this was a trick question. None of those are alternate universe versions of Ben 10. Oh no! <laughs> Ben 10,000 is adult Ben from the future. Okay. Ken 10 is a Ben's future kid. And Albedo is... Let me get out the page so I can read the description. I knew Kevin 11 wasn't an ultimate one because that's a character. Uh, Albedo is like a, basically a big bad who, while attempting to recreate the Omnitrix, accidentally turned himself into a clone of Ben 10. Oh, well, that went wrong. He looks very evil. You have to show me a picture of him now. Here's a picture of him from one of the series, one of his versions from Omniverse. Oh, he does look evil. But I also kind of like his look. And here's kid mode. He has a shovel. What evil will he do with it? I think I just think like the white hair and red eyes look for characters. Honestly, yeah. You know what he looked like before he turned into Ben 10? No. Like an evil Ben 10? What did he look like? Hold on, let me pull up a picture, because it's not what you would expect, probably. It looks like he was one of the Grey Matters. Oh, yeah, you're right. Man, he really messed up when he made himself a 10-year-old boy. Uh, and then later in, like, a 16, 18-year-old boy. Yeah. Depending. You know. Alright, that is it. We have answered your questions. We have answered each other's questions. We have talked about Pretty Cure. I did a lot of research into figure out how many pedicures went each season for myself. But it's pretty uh, interesting. I did about as much. 
Well, go ahead. It was pretty interesting because some of these seasons I haven't watched. So I didn't, like, know exactly how many were in the season. Like, one of them, one of the uh, fairies becomes, well, I guess it's not a fairy. It's like someone from the fairy world becomes one of the pretty cures. And they're called Royal Candy. Hmm. But yes, it is time for us to end. Somehow we almost talked for an hour. Yeah. I was expecting this to be shorter. Well, we did come up with trivia. That's true. We also did talk about that Barney pretty cure. We did. I'm never going to forget that. I'm going to have to read the I'm whole gonna thing. I'm going to have to find out what else is on that website. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do it right now? I'm going to, but we can continue with the podcast in the meantime. Sorry, I also moved my chair right during that, so it's going to be impossible to remove that squeak. It is okay. Oh, I'm sure all listeners will forgive us. And if you want to tell me if that's true or not, you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter, where we will hopefully be going back to one episode a week. I don't know when next year we're going to be starting that, but... Hopefully we'll get through Fataiwa faster and be into Max Heart by mid-year. At least. And if you want to find me on Twitter and talk to me about healing good or whatever other things, I'm always happy to talk. Uh, you can find me at magical underscore pride. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at madlobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Where I tweet pictures of the pretty cures next to Barney the dinosaur. Um... <laughs> And sometimes stream a video game. I also do a podcast, Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast that is entering its second year next year. Sorry, Ooh. its third year next year. It's finishing its second year soon. Ooh. We just finished, we put up episode 20, the last episode before 2020. Yes. I started listening to it, but I haven't heard, listened to all of it yet. And you can listen to our other podcasts that we do with our friend and former guest of this show, Crash. Hey, let's talk about it. Where we talk about stuff. Which you can find on Twitter at Hey Let's Talk Cast. Yes. That will be coming back next year. I promise. I promise too. Crash is not here, but I'm sure they would say the same. Crash, you listen to this and you don't agree. I don't know. You can yell at me. But until next time, have a happy new year. This is coming out after New Year's. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Send us your your ideas for a dinosaur pretty cure. Yes. (laughs) Goodbye. Shit, that's